Welcome once again to the Successful Farming Podcast. My name is Jason Meeker. I'm the host of the podcast. I'm also the executive producer of Successful Farming Television on RFD-TV. Uh, make sure you check out the podcast page on our website, agriculture.com slash podcast. You can get more info about this show and listen to other episodes of the podcast. Let me know what you think of the show by emailing the show at podcast at agriculture.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Meeker. You can also follow Successful Farming at Successful Farm on Twitter. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably seen the fruits of today's guest's labor. Farm Her was started in 2013 by Margie geiler Alanis and has steadily grown ever since. Margie and Lexi Merrick, Farm Her's communication and marketing coordinator, join me on the podcast right after this. Now you can read Successful Farming Magazine on your tablet or smartphone. Each issue includes ideas you can take with you to the field, pasture, barn, or even the shop. With the Texture app, you can enjoy over 200 magazines anytime you want. The Texture app is only $9.95 per month, and you can start enjoying your digital editions of Successful Farming Magazine today. Successful Farming Magazine is for families who make farming and ranching their business. Visit Texture.com and subscribe today. Welcome back to the Successful Farming Podcast. Uh, joining me today is Margie and Lexi from FarmHer. Uh, I think most of our audience is probably aware of FarmHer, um, but in case somebody's not been paying attention, give us a little overview of, of the FarmHer story and how you got to where you are today. Of course. So this is Margie. Um, rewind four and a half years, and um, I had just left a career in corporate agriculture I was looking for what I was going to do next, but I had no idea what that um, was going to be. So I uh, had left my job, and it just so happens that weekend after I left, the Super Bowl was on, and that Ram Truck commercial with the Paul Harvey speech, God Made a Farmer, the most popular commercial of the Super Bowl that year, and an absolutely amazing commercial overall was on, and loved it. Uh, you know, it stopped everyone in their tracks who was sitting there in our basement watching the game. And um, I didn't think anything of it at the time. But a couple weeks later, I read an article that pointed out, well, yeah, that was beautiful. Uh, where were the women? And by the way, where are the women anywhere in agriculture? Mm-hmm. And I had a kind of aha moment of, wait, I just spent over a decade working in corporate agriculture. And I can't say that I really thought about that ever. Um, and so Farm Her was born. I started taking pictures. It was a photo project. I was going to take a, a handful of pictures of women around Iowa that summer and started this like basic website, very basic, because I did it myself, um, social media pages, and boom, we're in business. Great. So, um, so it started with photography, like you said, but it has grown immensely over the past few years. Talk about all the areas that you've expanded into. Oh, man. Uh, uh, tomorrow it'll be different, right? Because <laughs> uh, that's just kind of the name of the game with a business like this. It wasn't supposed to be a business. There was no business plan. And then you go, okay, other people apparently care about this like I do, you know, when I started seeing reactions from people. And so then you kind of back into how how can I keep this growing? How can I keep this spreading? How can I make it do good for more people? So um, 
we have grown and changed a lot. It still centers around those images, and we've expanded that storytelling for sure. But um, about a well over that first year, I mean, I kind of got out of the social media world. Um, we're still there on social media, but I thought I need to like go show this to people. So I'd start having photo exhibits, or I had this time where I would like. I'm I'm not a, like a salesperson, and it's really hard, especially when it's yours, to be like, "Hey, you should bring this to your event, or you should do this." So I I would like schedule like Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons to like kind of call people or like research things or figure out like where I could take it because nobody still really knew anything about it. And then I like filled up my calendar for a year, and then I got really stressed out because yeah. <laughs> I then was out of time, and I still I had two little kids at home. It was mm-hmm. still a part time thing for me. Uh, that wasn't even paying me. (laughs) And so uh, I started getting really full, and that's where Lexi came into the picture. Um, So I had gotten to a point. I went to this dinner at Iowa State, and I maybe mistakenly told this group of young women, uh, or many groups of young women, that I think think I'm ready for an intern. (laughs) And uh, that's where uh, Lexi came in. Then I became obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) And I... I actually, the on my drive to that dinner at Iowa State, I had decided I wasn't going to take a summer internship. I was going to go home to the farm, and I told my mom that. I called her and said, hey, I'm get the bunk bed ready. I'm coming back home. And she said, okay, that's fine, whatever you want to do. And then about an hour later, I met Margie, and I called her on my way home back to my house, and I said, nope, I, she doesn't know it yet, but I want to work for Margie, and I want to work for Farm Her. And then... Also, that worked out, got hired, we got everything in order to start, and I had applied for a scholarship to go, to continue to go to college, and they needed a plan to pretty much, I think, change the world is what they wanted to plan for. I'm like, that's no small task. Yeah. So, uh, put this plan together and didn't tell Margie, I did things behind your back. <laughs> I had okay. a plan before I you even told her. You probably still do. It's okay, but it all works out. We just keep going We're forward. We're good. Um, so on my first week, I needed to tell her that because of this scholarship, we needed to plan an event for young women in agriculture because in my mind, that was what girls my age wanted and needed, and that wasn't available. And thank goodness I was not fired, and I knew I was at a good place in my career and with a good team because Margie said, great, I had the same idea. Let's do it. Perfect. Yeah. So we did. So we did it. We didn't know what in the heck we were doing. I mean, Lexi knew more, but I, you know, I had been to this event in Illinois before that, like, it, one year it had, like, 800 young women in a day-long event, and I always thought, man, this is amazing. Like, these young women really need and want this. Why can't we do this in Iowa? And then mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm not an events person. I'm a, I'm a photographer who used to work in insurance, you know. I mean, that's not me. But, Lexi, I think – and when I look back, I think you're young enough, like, uh, you know, just kind of – Willing to take it on. And so I said, There's no fear. No, there wasn't. (laughs) I mean, I was a little scared, I won't lie. Like, but I, my goal was like, we don't have to make any money at this. We just have to do it and do it well, Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, we can't cost the company any money because there is no money actually to (laughs) cost the company to to get out of it. And so Lexi, that summer was through the Aggie Ag Entrepreneurship Initiative program at Iowa State. Mm -hmm. So they help, um, start up businesses with interns in agriculture. And uh, they allowed me, they, they paid for a large chunk of that internship and allowed me to have Lexi there. So yeah, yeah we ran after it. We had a couple other women, uh, one of whom is actually uh, the third part of our Farm Her 
uh, three-legged stool, Carly, who's not mm-hmm. here today. Um, she worked at Iowa State at the time and got involved in helping us plan the event. Uh, was she your advisor? Yeah. yeah. She was my NAMRA advisor and um, really m- made us meet each other, too. Yeah, she we, organized that yeah. dinner that we both went to. So it's really cool for all three of us to be working together. Yeah, we suck. I, I apparently suck people in and, and don't let them go. I'm like an, I'm like an octopus. <laughs> no complaints. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. that Grow event, I mean, we're still doing those. We're headed right. into our third year of those, which to me, like, I'm, I'm kind of like, pinch me. This is awesome. Yeah. We told ourselves if we do this and we pull it off and do it well, like, let's keep doing it. Let's keep spreading it. And we are. How'd the first year go? Well, my plan, that original plan that I turned in had 15 young women and 15 mentors, and we knocked it out of the park with 250 people. Then last year, we hit about 1,000 people in four different states. And this year, our Iowa event alone, we've sold 327 tickets for attendees, and we are sold out of Iowa. Like, we can't fit any more people in the room. No. All right, but, so if you're listening, if you're in Iowa and you're listening to this, you can go to where the other event Drive to Minnesota yeah. or Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Head on up to St. Paul. That's, yeah. a, that's an easy trip, or mm-hmm. Wisconsin. But And that's, so if this this podcast, it will be released Friday, uh, the 20, what is it, the 20th? Yeah. The yeah. 27th. Yeah, the 27th of October. Yeah. So your events are the following week, November 6th. 7th and 9th. Okay. And we will go to Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And we're all on land-grant universities targeting students who want to step out and stand up and make a difference in agriculture. Great. Ages 16 to 22 is our target. So we get FFA groups that Mm -hmm. come in. We love that. We love when an advisor wants to bring a group group of five or ten young women. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are really fun for us. And um, then, of course, we get the college students, too. Yeah, great. So you've got the events um, coming up, and of course you also have so th- those grow events. But you also started this summer the I, I am Farm Her events. Yeah. So people would and still do. They they get bummed. They they get kind of angry at us because <laughs> we set an age group on those grow events, and it's a, it's a suggestion. Sometimes a little bit younger comes, sometimes a little bit older. But we those are focused on women who are like ready to step out into the world, whether that's head off to college or go out into their first career or go back to the farm or, or whatever that might be. Um, and so women of all ages would come to us and say, hey, can we come to these grow events? And we're like, yeah, well, they're really not meant for that. So we decided last year that we would kind of do what we did with the grow events and let's give it a, let's give it a try. So we came up with this event called I Am Farm Her. And while the grow events are one-day events, yeah. the I Am Farm Her event was – a two-day event, and women came from 23 states. Was it 23 or 27? 20-some. 20 a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, women about women who are producers, women who work in professional roles in agriculture, and they all mix together really well. And um, we're, we have already started planning our next one that will be next uh, June in 2018, and it'll be take place in Kansas City. So it's announced. Tickets won't go on sale for that till the spring. But then that led us to think we could do these uh, I Am Farm Her mini events, like one-day events, kind of like our grow ones. And we've got our first uh, a toe in the water, a test at it coming up here in December in northern Iowa. Okay. So we're going to see how that goes and if we can bring these to more people. Because that's always our thing is we want to do something good. We want to help women connect through Farm Her. 
but how do we keep spreading that and growing it mm-hmm. and, and accessing different parts of the country? So that's what is on our plates with events for sure. Yeah. Events, events are a lot of work. We, we do some events and they're hard. <laughs> that's, that's uh, awesome that you guys have done so well with those. It's just a testament to, I, I think to just finding, finding something that people really want and want to get involved with. Yeah. The best part about the events, and it's anything farm her, whether we, you know, we'll, let's talk about the TV show next because I'm going to lead into it okay, really easily. Perfect. But <laughs> whether we spend hours on the road talking to people, visiting their farms, or if we spend hours setting up an event that we we put on, you walk away with a fabulous feeling because you walk away like your cup is full. You are inspired, you have met great people, and that's the best part about agriculture, and that's what I love about my job, is it's not hard for me to be inspired, and even when life gets busy or when uh, things don't go as expected, it's really easy just to to get pumped about what you're doing again. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, over the last four and a half years, there's been times where I'm like, man, I can't keep going. I am too tired, I've been running at this way too hard, you know, and then something else pops up and reminds me of why I do this or it just so happens I have to go to a farm the next day and I'm like yes or I get an email that says you know this meant something to me and then you remember that you are helping people in in your own way in Mm -hmm. your own different way and that's why we do this we want to do something good Mm -hmm. um and these women mean a lot to us like I would say like every single farm we visit where we walk away with like I got like a new best friend in my mind. Anyway, I mean, they might be like, "Don't ever talk to me again." But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think, think they're cool. I think yeah. that they're like my new best friend. So. Yeah. 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 And um, you're gonna lead into the TV show. We've, yeah. been, we've been doing our TV show. It used to be called the Machinery Show. Now it's just called Successful Farming TV. Yeah. And we'd travel a lot for that too, and and end up on a lot of farms, meeting new people, and it's the same for us. Um, that we found you, you just really connect with a lot of those people and just yeah it's a lot of fun so talk about season two of tv show yeah so season two started the first week of september we are a little ways in um for us we are doing 20 20 episodes for season two and those will get broken up into fall and spring so we are uh what are we like i think this is week seven I'm not even sure what week this is. I'm I'm (laughs) terrible. Um, I get off because I watch them before they air, Mm -hmm. and I don't usually watch them when they're on TV. And so I sometimes am really confused about what episode is actually airing. Lexi probably even knows better. But but season two is awesome. It's been a big growth experience for me. Um, When I started, I never spent any time on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. And taking what I had been doing and what had been somewhat of an intimate process with just me visiting farms and no other person being there, uh, it was a really hard thing for me to stand up in front of the camera and talk or to remember to take pictures and host the TV show or to just you know pull it all off. We were gone. I think we filmed like 10 or 11 weeks that year, that first season. That was a lot. Yeah, that's... Um, we've gotten way better at what we do. I can be on camera now and I can actually say like say the things that the producer asked me to say. Uh, you know, it, it's gotten a lot easier. And um, 
as we've kind of found our footing with that, I mean, the audience has enjoyed it. We've, we've gotten great feedback from that. Season two uh, has different states than we visited in season one. It has way different uh, types of agriculture. A lot of the same, but um, we visit like a 87-year-old lady who is a national senior Olympics basketball champion who also raises cattle, uh, you know, and like – we, she schools me on, in basketball. <laughs> we visit an oyster farm up in Maine. We go to a cranberry bog. Um, we are uh, peanuts, cotton. You know, we're, we're trying to keep showing different things, and I think we have. And I think the storytelling has gotten richer in season two. Um, we've, we've just gotten better at – the stories haven't gotten better. We've gotten better. <laughs> and RFD TV has an amazing team. From day one, they have been amazing. But one really cool thing that I'll let Lexi talk about that we decided to weave into season two is, uh, as as you know, we talked about our Grow events. We love to we love to talk to and about the next generation mm-hmm. of young women who are involved in agriculture. So we, we have kind of a cool thing that we're doing with the show. So I get to be a segment host on Farm Her, and that segment is called The Next Generation. And agriculture always talks about the next generation and we're, you know, we're providing for the next generation. So to be able to share those stories and to meet those people, it means the world to me because I grew up on a farm and I want to be the next generation. Uh, so the past week, we were in Georgia. I met uh, two ladies who were right around my age that were raising peanuts and cotton and cattle. And the stories were awesome. I Like we said... I met best friends, whether they think they're my friends or not. (laughs) I think the world of them. And um, it's really cool. The first segment has actually aired, and her name was Marissa. And she runs a greenhouse with her family here in Iowa. And that was received really well. And I'm excited to keep sharing those stories and keep filming the next generation. So young women under the age of 25 who are across the country. Yeah, and on that note, anybody who's listening who knows young women, so the way that we, the predominant way that we find people for our television show is people sign up on our website, which mm-hmm. is farmher.com. And uh, we get a wide mix. We got we have like more people than I could ever visit in my lifetime on there. But specifically, we do need to know about young women because we have some of those on there, but not enough. And right. so we will tell people when we go to our grow events, of course, but if, if any of your listeners know of young women that we could highlight or that we should highlight, uh, sign them up and brag away, like <laughs> brag away so that we know everything about them. Great. Um, just trying to think of some of the, some people I might know. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let but us you know. You do. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, the, um, still talking about the TV show, um, you said that you've uh, improved a lot. Talk about some of the biggest changes between the first season and the second season. Um, in what what ways has it really? Yeah. So um, we've brought in a, a another layer, I guess, to what we do, and we have like a I guess you'd call it a field editor, a field producer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her exact title is. I should look in the credits <laughs> of the show. <laughs> we just know her as. Awesome. Katie's awesome. <laughs> she is super organized. She's very talented at what she does. She's been producing uh, television really her whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, and she works for RFD TV. And so she came on board as another layer 
Um, we still have, you know, an executive producer. But Katie is there in the field, and she, like, makes it flow smoother. She's that one other person that's making sure that the story is pulled together. Like, she already knows when she gets to a farm what that story should mm-hmm. look like, and she's making sure that we have all of the parts and pieces to make the show flow smoother. So I personally notice a big difference in how the show flows. She helps me be more professional if that's possible because <laughs> it doesn't get very professional with me that I always tell people I'm I'm like I am not like I'm not an actress you know like you kind of get what you get with me but she's helped me be able to do some things with with the hosting part of it that mm-hmm. make it flow better and then on the post production like on the back side of it you know when when the show's getting put together she adds another layer in there that like scripts it all out and makes it just we can tell a richer story. So last the first season a lot of our shows were two segments. Mm-hmm. And we still will have uh, plenty of our shows that are two segments. Most of those you'll see Lexi showing up on because most of the ones that I go to have become one person stories for the whole 30 minute show. Uh, because we're able to tell a richer story, I think and how we've gotten better about how we film it. And maybe me, how I keep it flowing, and on the backside, how it's produced. We're able to keep the audience's um, engagement for 30 minutes over one person's story, which we would hear a lot of times last year was people would say, oh, we want to know more. Like that seven or eight minutes or 10 minutes is not enough to, to learn about this person. And so that's what we've tried to do. And we love those. I personally love those because I think you sh- these people are so dynamic. Of course, you want to know more about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it helps us um, like in our travel schedule too. Like we're able to stay on one farm for one whole day instead of trying to split our days up yep. and get more of their life and mm-hmm. who they are. So that to me is one of the biggest differences that I hope people are seeing in season two. They may watch it and not know those differences like in watching it, but from behind the scenes, that's what, mm-hmm. um, what I, I've seen. Yeah, I think people, whether or not they can, they know what that difference is, they understand that it's, there's improvements. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. getting, it's, I, there's something different. I'm not sure what it is, but I like it. It's yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Yeah. Even traveling, uh, the camera guys are so amazing, but everyone's just kind of getting their feel and their groove mm-hmm. together and listening to them behind the scenes, just widening their shots and the equipment is more broad and they have like a GoPro that sticks to a mirror or a window. Yeah. And that captures a whole nother side of the conversation that wasn't able to be captured before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if this is season two, I think we're going to be in trouble for season five. <laughs> what are we going to awesome. do? I don't know. The expectations. <laughs> yeah. Expectations yeah. are going to grow every season. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's amazing to watch it on TV and behind the scenes. And um, great team, great stories. Yeah. So um, you, you said some of the audience feedback you've gotten was – we want to learn more. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten the, we wish it was an hour? Uh, Do people say that? We have. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> like, I struggle. Uh. Like, we've gone to some farms in the last few weeks that have so such cool stories and so much going on. That I'm like, guys, this is going to be a bummer. Can we can we do like a split episode, mm-hmm. like a like a two part series yeah. about some of these people because they're so dynamic and um, I I don't think we are going to. But one cool thing that we're talking about doing, and I'll mention it here because I I think we probably will figure out how to pull it together, is to do a 
where are they now? Mm. Because we get that too. Like, tell us more about like, where can I find this person or what are they doing? Like what happened to them? And so I think we might try to do like a wrap up show at the end of season two with a few of the people who have been on in the past who, uh, you know, people ask about a lot. So I think we might try to do that. I mean, I personally want to go back and visit them too, because remember they're my best friends. (laughs) Yep. That's that, that sounds really cool. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um, Okay, so the um, couple of the other areas that you're, you've moved into is uh, you launched a podcast recently. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'll throw that to Lexi because really that was her idea. I mean, she, she kind of came up with this idea, what, last spring maybe? And, yeah, um, winter during the end of the year. Yeah, never mind, like a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll throw that to you. So – I'm a podcast junkie. I love listening to podcasts, and that must just be, you know, I'm jumping on the bandwagon, I think. But (laughs) uh, when we talk about, back up, my role on FarmHer is marketing and communications. So I get to share the stories that Margie typically captures, whether it be on TV or through her camera. So I feel like I'm the middleman between our FarmHer followers and our FarmHer herself. And when we look at these stories and when we talk to people we can't get to every single farm in America and share their story but what we can do is talk to more people and share that in different ways so then people can hear that so we decided our podcast was going to show ordinary people doing extraordinary things and that's what we that's what we do with it and it's called shining bright the farm her podcast we've had one episode out and another one airs this week actually Uh, it's a bi-weekly podcast every wednesday and we've talked to really cool people so far the first one was natalina since um she packed up her little green car and went 50 states in one year blogging about agriculture uh, Margie, you met the second gal we interviewed. Yeah, Jamie. on an airplane, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm that person, a lot of times, who, like, puts on their headphones. And I spend a lot of time on airplanes, and, uh, you know, I just, like, get in my own little world. But I got on a plane on our way to film sometime this summer, and I happened to sit next to this amazing woman who, for some reason, we started talking, and she's the president of a short rail uh, – short rail – Railroad in Oklahoma called Farm Rail. And when you think about it, it, in agriculture, women are the minority. In railroad, women are really the minority. Like she is, she's the only woman who's ever been president of that company. Um, She's the only woman that's ever been president of their industry organization. But she's just this woman that has found her way. so anyway yeah she's she's coming yeah. up this week she's awesome i won't tell you much more about her you gotta like listen to her podcast right, yeah. to hear her story i'm looking forward to listening to that yeah so. but crazy stories yeah yeah it's and fun we love it yeah we get to talk to people we get to like be kind of you know ourselves and just yeah. sit there and have a conversation and and yeah so all kinds of women you'll see people who are connected to agriculture maybe some of them more connected than others uh it's stories of of these women and the great things that they're doing which just could be any little thing you know so so the the guests are it's a different pool of guests than what you have on the tv show so you yeah if if you watch the tv show and then listen to the podcast it's not going to just be not the same. Yeah, it's we might have some of the same stuff. ones if we if we found something that we couldn't cover in the TV show, for example, like some of those mm-hmm. that I said should be two part series. Like some of those people, I feel like if if it doesn't 
some part of their story doesn't make it on we might we could have them on we yeah. haven't really like ruled that out but yeah. we're talking to um, you visited Jennifer dairy farmer yeah and we're talking to her shortly so she'll be in a you know we'll hear yeah. that in a few months she's but. on the show or she will be on the show next mm-hmm. spring and yeah so there will be a maybe a slight bit of crossover but overall that is not right. like the the setup of it right so it yeah so it's new stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yep cool. new stuff yep um all right. So the uh, other thing I wanted to ask about was the FFA fundraising that uh, it's only been. Well, I only heard about it like a couple of few weeks ago. Yeah. It's kind of a new. You're on the the cusp of Farm Her then because it just came out a few weeks ago. Okay. So that's awesome. <laughs> uh, so merchandise um, has been a lifeblood for Farm Her since. Uh, I didn't do it right when I started, but then shortly after I started taking pictures, I was giving people a shirt that said Farm Her as a gift for me being able to go photograph them. And then someone was like, hey, can I buy one of those? And I was like, why would you want to buy one of my shirts? <laughs> and then I, it hit me like the name Farm Her is a defining term for these people that I am so lucky to be able to visit. And so uh, merchandise was born, and we have figured out our way into to uh, keeping that going and growing, and um, like I said, that that keeps like the wheels on the bus. That's that's the everyday mm-hmm. uh, sales part of the company. Um, and so we have a merchandise person who's not here today, unfortunately, Carly. She is wonderful. She's actually on her way to the FFA National Convention okay. right now. That's, yeah, She's that's this week. Going to do some work. Yeah, yeah. and we're here talking about her. <laughs> but um, she came up with this idea because you know it's really important to. Let me step back. It's important to us. I tell them, and I and Carly and Lexi are on the same wavelength as I am. Why are we doing this if we're not doing something good with it? You know, I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. what we have to make money as a business. Of course, we have to be able to pay the bills, but we have to do something good with what we're doing. And um, any ways that we can work with other organizations to help them reach their goals, especially organizations like FFA that are important to the future of agriculture, we love that. Um, So uh, Carly came up with this idea because FFA relies on fundraisers. You know, they sell, like, I think, fruit, and they do other things. Mm -hmm. Well, we can really easily, with the platform that we have, allow them to be able to sell the FFA line of merchandise that we have now. We work with FFA to have a licensed uh, line of co-branded FarmHer FFA stuff, and um, they they can sign up with us. They can sell it through the website and with a code that gets plugged back in. They get what percent of sales? They get a percentage of the 20% of sales yep. Yep. back to their their organization, like their local chapter. And so. it's any farm her clothes. Yeah. So you can just go on the website and do your Christmas shopping now, and then a percentage of the profits goes to the FFA chapter. Yeah. And, you know, in general, like the FFA line uh, – a percentage of the profits overall go back to FFA. And we have the same thing with 4-H. A percentage of the profits of that line go back to 4-H. So we always like to, like like I said, if – be good, do good. If we're not if we're not sending this back to where it needs to be to make the future of agriculture more bright, then then let's just like hang up our hats right now. But so that's a pretty fun thing for us. And I was really proud of Carly that she came up with that idea because yeah. it's something that, like I said, we just have to turn a few buttons. And mm-hmm. uh, Lexi works our magic to tell people about it. And we're there. It's, it's going well. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have quite a few chapters across the country actually that are on board, and um, it's perfect time for Christmas. Right. Um, my home FFA chapter is actually doing it right now, so always love a little hometown pride there. But yeah, it's it's great. 
Mm-hmm. The clothes are great, so it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, they're, they, they, the, the merchandise. Was, I w- had the honor of being at the I Am Farm Her event this summer. Yes. One of one of the few men. At Maybe the, the, at the only end. guy, or was there no Mike Pearson? <laughs> was yeah, there Mike, Mike Pearson was there too. Um, You're always welcome. <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, but the you know the merchandise was extremely popular with the attendees, and so it's really um, fantastic that you're um, working to help other organizations to uh, yep. raise raise funds for advancing agriculture, like you said. Yeah. So um, so is that you can just contact your local FFA chapter and find out if they're participating and get that code from them if, before you go on the website to shop. So you need to set up, the FFA chapter will need to set it up through Carly. So you can email info at farmher.com. But if, yeah, contact your local FFA chapter. And if they're interested, have that advisor or one of their chapter officers or a leader in that chapter contact info at farmher.com. Then that code will be set up for a certain amount of time. We even have social posts and, you know, wording to share with everyone in a flyer. So the whole kit is all set up and ready to go, and the chapter just needs to reach out to us and get it. Just sign up and yeah. figure out how to. Yeah, it runs. Usually, it. we suggest a two-week period to run the sale okay. and have a week before to promote it and send it to the FFA supporters. Um, so okay. you can do it in about you know, if you start right now, you can get stuff in time for Christmas, and yeah. um, it'd be perfect timing. Yeah, great, excellent. So we talked about. The photography. We talked about the TV show. We talked about the events, the podcast, the merchandise. What's next? I don't know, Is I it, feel what did we tired? Like, yeah, let's all that off. Oh my goodness. Did we, did we, first, did we miss anything? What um, else? Just, uh, I mean, you, we kind of talked about social media, which kind of encompasses. Yeah, I all mean, of we're that. a business yeah. born on social media, and that's where we exist. We uh, one fun thing that uh, we started doing with successful farming recently is i have a column in successful farming Mm -hmm. every month now so that's a pretty fun thing for me i mean we've been uh, collaborating i guess to bring farm her images to a lot of the magazines in the past but that's another new regular piece um i promised myself from day one that like you have to get out there and share this with anywhere anybody and everybody Mm uh who is willing to share it in a positive way and successful farming has been there and done that for us so we love that so that's one other new-ish thing i think they started appearing last month yeah so what kinds of what kinds of things we'd be writing about in that column um you know about farm her in general Mm -hmm. so far they've been kind of my thoughts about something that is going on that month um for example the one in uh for november uh, thinking about Thanksgiving, you know, and and what would normally be in a magazine, then I tried to think about something different and going back to that kind of be good, do good mentality that I like to have and I I want Farm Her to have. Um, uh, we I wrote about a family who use their time and their talents, a family of farmers in Texas who use their time and their talents to uh, build um, a school garden and a chicken coop at their local elementary. So not only to connect young people there to agriculture, uh, but also to uh, provide food for those kids to be able to take home Mm -hmm. because uh, rural hunger is a real issue. And as we think about Thanksgiving and all that we are blessed to have, I am very blessed to have, you know, um, sitting at a table full of food 
that's not the case for everybody. And I think in rural communities, uh, it the access to maybe a food bank or uh, resources if they need help may not always be right there. And so uh, it talked a little bit about this and why that's important to me. So you'll get some of like my thoughts and my feelings, and usually it's centered around some amazing woman that I've met. So there's a picture attached to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I meet really cool people all the time who make me think about things in a different way. And uh, so you'll, you'll hear a lot of those. Great. And anything? Well. I feel like Farmer <laughs> always has something coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. We do. <laughs> um, yeah. Which makes it exciting and amazing. So I'm sure there will be something coming soon. Right now we're focused on the podcast, our events, and really season two of the TV show. Yeah. I, I think we talked about everything that we're doing. I can't yeah. think. But, yeah, Lexi's right. It does seem to, like, change fast yeah. in our world. And um, but That's what I love about it. It's. Yeah, some days it can drive you kind of batty. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like I show up and I'm like, hey, guess what? Look what we're going to do. Or <laughs> and you, I'm you like, do that to me or whatever. Ah. <laughs> we, we get it worked out. I mean, it's a team of people who are really passionate about the people that we are fortunate enough mm-hmm. to get to shine a light on and share yeah. their stories and help them connect through this. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that to me that's one of the biggest things we can do going forward is the growth of those events and in ways that people can continue to connect with FarmHer or uh, maybe – view themselves in a different way by the stories or the the passion that they see in some of these women. Right. Uh, you, you talk about having that passion. Um, and a lot of times if something gets popular, they try to brand, you know, stick that brand on everything and, and spread it as thin as they can to try to cash in quickly. But I think for Farm Her, that passion shows through in every single one of the things we've talked about. Like I said, I, you know, watching the TV show, you see it there, the podcast, the events, um, it's, you can tell that it's genuine yeah. and that's, um, that's really great to see. And, uh, I hope it continues. Thank you. I'm glad yeah. to hear that because it, awesome. for us, it's genuine for us. Mm-hmm. It matters. Like, you know, we have to be able to take home a paycheck so we can pay the bills too, but it, it's far beyond that for, for all of us, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, we're blessed. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're happy to be, um, sort of part partners and work together on, on different, different things that you're, you're working on and, and, um, glad to, uh, hear about everything you guys are doing. Um, and, uh, wish you all the best and thanks for coming in and, and, uh, good luck on, on your event, uh, your events next week. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks once again to Margie and Lexi for being on the show. We look forward to hearing more from them on their podcast and other projects as, uh, as they are announced and come out. Uh, that's our show for today. Thanks for listening. If you uh, want more information about this episode or other episodes, make sure you visit agriculture.com slash podcasts. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Meeker. You can follow Successful Farming at Successful Farm. If you like the show, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use and give us some feedback. You can email the show at our email address, which is podcast at agriculture.com. And give us a rating on iTunes or um, Google Play or whatever else you use to uh to listen to the podcast and once again thanks to margie and lexi and we'll uh we'll see you next time thanks for listening